<laughs> Welcome to Beach Theory. Welcome to Beach Theory. <laughs> I don't know why you wanted to do this at midnight. What time is it? It's after midnight. Okay, let's talk about this stuff. Okay, welcome to Beach Theory. It's 12.17 a.m. Yep. And you're sick with a cough. Yep. And thinking you want to talk for a half hour. You know what? It's going to make you cough We've been talking already for a little while. But um, we, I wanted to bring you guys in on a conversation because basically we're just reminiscing about... Um, well, first of all, we've been through a lot since the last time we talked to you guys. You think this is going to be the first yeah. podcast we sure. post? Why not? Okay. <laughs> it's been a full year since we've talked to you guys um, and so much stuff has happened and it has been really hard stuff um, basically I think we probably filmed a podcast right before everything happened when we were still living in the big house Yeah, and I think we were talking probably about how we're going through something hard and we don't really want to let everybody in the world know about it yet, but we are going through something hard. Just believe us. We never posted that. Really? No, because... That would be interesting to go back and watch it now. <laughs> well, we, we filmed like a two-hour-long podcast talking about how horrible everything was going. Do you guys want us to like watch it and commentate on it? Would you would be interested in that to watch? Oh, that would be an interesting podcast. Mm -hmm. It's actually like... Commentary on our experiences, like what we went through then and then what ended up happening and what we're doing now, what we learned from it. That would be interesting. I don't even remember half the stuff we probably talked about. Oh, I do. It was like, okay, for instance, I think in this world right now, when you're going through something hard, most everybody doesn't reach out to people or they if they do it doesn't they don't want it to be public knowledge what they're going through exactly because it becomes a burden to people well it's hard to talk about struggles while you're in in the thick of it, it really is it is so hard and i didn't realize how much i have a problem with that until i couldn't talk about it to anybody and i felt like i was just everyone wants to be like you scaled the mountain. Good job. But nobody wants to be like oh, sharing <laughs> yeah. the like yeah. horrible like I'm slipping, I'm falling, I'm like I'm going to die and I don't know what to do and everything is looking really bad right now. It's kind of like when people are that's like That's when people are like don't look at me. This I'm not I'm not looking presentable. I'm not sharing this with anybody right now. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not pretty. It doesn't look nice. It doesn't yeah. make me look good. So I'm going to hide this part. Oh, and it definitely didn't make us look good. Basically, we were house poor, really, really house poor. We got a big old mansion and we, at the time, could afford it. And our YouTube income was doing really well. I take comfort in that idea that, you know, when we bought it, we could definitely afford it. Like, Absolutely. And we it wasn't a big deal. We didn't buy it because... We did not buy something that we could not afford. No. No. But not at the time. We quickly lost our 
revenue to the point think, where we could not afford it. I also think we quickly lost our We drive. lost our spike, our spark. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had no drive. No. I think we both secretly wanted to have our cake and eat it too, you know, have this big mansion and be retire. and retire. I really and I don't think we even talked about that. I think it just kind of happened. Well, maybe it doesn't help that when we moved into the house, you were pregnant. Yeah. Like at the Eight end of your pregnancy, pregnant. <laughs> which made it really hard to be creative as a yeah. YouTuber. Yeah. And then you had a newborn. Yeah. And that takes a lot of time and effort. It's like we really moved at a time where I think if we'd have moved there with with all of our kids older uh-huh. and we were healthy, uh-huh. we might have gone into that house being like, all right, let's do this Let's thing. make it happen. But we moved there in a time where we were like just barely even functioning yeah. because I you pregnant were pregnant. And and the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And I'm managing all these kids and yeah. like trying to figure out how to create content that's compelling when you're just not in it with me. And you had really come to rely on me as entertainment. Totally. And I was really <laughs> I could not do without you. wiped out and not wanting to film anything. And it was coming across on camera. I was mad, almost mad at the camera. Just like, no, I don't want to film right now. Oh, I have to because our lives depend on it and our house will get, you know, taken away or whatever if I don't. Yeah. Fine. Ha, I'm happy on camera when I'm really not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oof. I had another thought. Hmm. I wonder if I really wanted to buy that house to make sure that my mom and dad also got their dream of having... A mansion at one point in their life and I wonder if that feeling of we've made it that feeling of retirement kind of rubbed off on us a little bit oh yeah you know like I think it was all of us were kind of feeling that way not just us but my mom and dad were too like we've made it it's done yeah it's happened I was definitely in a place right before we moved I was in a place where I felt like I had arrived. Uh-huh. I, I was like at my peak yep. of, you know, my business abilities. Like we were making yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, it was the best we've ever done. We were doing really good. And I was, was like... so amazing. I was definitely not in a place where I was open to to seeing my faults. Yeah. I was like, I'm awesome. This This episode should be called... What really happened to the beach house? <laughs> I thought I am I am so cool. Like we have so much money and we're doing so good. Mm-hmm. Like everything's. I great. definitely felt like okay, I'm done working, which is so ironic because I should have had the opposite. Like okay, now I have to work even harder because we have to make the payments for this house. I just thought no, it'll carry us. Yeah. It'll carry us. The work we've done so far is enough. That's what I thought. Well, and it was. It was for a long time. Well, because nine, you were eight months pregnant when we bought the house. And so for the last eight months, you had been struggling to create any content. Yeah. And yet the channel was doing as good as ever. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I don't, I'm just barely putting any effort into this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue to barely put any effort in. Because it's working. <laughs> and continue to make a lot of money. <laughs> Now we know better. 
<laughs> well, we got we got hit hard by Kappa, mm-hmm. and then COVID immediately after that. Mm-hmm. And just honestly, the Kappa thing was probably the nail in the casket. Because I just think I was already so worn out, burned out. We were making, at one point, was it 15 videos a week? I think we might have done that for a couple of weeks, but it wasn't consistent. But it was enough that I was like, holy cow, we've done that. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was only one week. <laughs> I, yeah. It was like, oh, that was so hard. See, I that, do that. Making that much money... And trying to make that many videos, that's where you hire a, a videographer oh, to come yeah, in. Oh, yeah, totally. And just be like, no, I'm not going to do all of or it. Or a manager. Um, yeah, yeah. But we were trying to do all. All of it. And and we were hiring family, and I think they liked it to an extent. Yeah. And then they didn't like it anymore. No. And I think they could tell we didn't like it anymore, too. And, and they so. resented us. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, you know, okay. Did we leave anything out? I just want to make sure... That you guys have a good, oh, of course we left things out, but you know what I mean? I want to make sure that you guys have a good understanding of where we are now, um, what the main big things are that have happened, and then we'll fill in the story in between. So we have moved. Um, since all of these experience that were, experiences that we're talking about, they were in our big house. We call it the big house or the mansion. We call the mansion. Um, the mansion house, Mr. E's mansion. <laughs> That's what we first started calling it because we had all these big lofty goals of like doing all this stuff and like making all these videos. Um, anyways, we were living in that house. We were extremely house poor. Then not halfway through, but like a year and a half through or something, we were like, this isn't working. No, it was a lot sooner than that. Was it? Oh, oh, you're right. But like I meant I meant months. the conversation that was like, okay, this is it. We have oh. to do something about it. Well, I think it's, it's it's relevant to note that I had been talking to you about for a long time selling or renting that house. You're like, this isn't working. After only having been living there for a couple of months, well, because I saw it coming. Yeah. But even before Coppa, mm-hmm. I was like, our income is going down, mm-hmm. and. It's going to continue to go down if we don't change something. Yeah, and I was so stubborn. Like, it will be fine. And and not only that, but I felt like we were meant to be there. And I think we've learned a lot from that experience. I think that it was <clears throat> a trial that was blessed for our good and our experience. Well, we have, it humbled us enough to open up to a lot of things that we probably definitely would not have been open to. Yeah. If we hadn't gone through that. we would not have been open to at all. Things that I think we're going to see being like a great blessing to us in the future. Absolutely. Oh, but so then anyways, we had a conversation. We ended up. Multiple conversations. (laughs) Multiple conversations. About selling the house or renting out the house. But the ultimate one was when I was at the gym and he called me and he's like, we can't do this anymore. And I was like, what do you mean we can't do this anymore? What are you talking about? We can't afford this house anymore. And I was like, what? No, no. You know, just trying to push him off kind of like I We'd had that happened. conversation a lot, yeah. but you'd always convince me it's to fun. be patient. Have but a little faith. This is know? the first time where I was like, I'm done. And I was like, what? I'm done with this house. I was house. like devastated. I'm going to sell it because 
if we don't, we are going to lose this house. Yeah. We are go. There will be a foreclosure. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't believe it. And But the thing is, I could believe it. That was the crazy part. I had convinced myself so thoroughly that miracles would happen enough to carry us without real action. action. And they did to an extent. That's the crazy part. We had miracle after miracle happen to be able to keep that house. We did. So it wasn't in foreclosure. So we were able to sell it. And it was like, it was crazy how many times Heavenly Father would step in and be like, okay, yes, you'll keep the house for another month. But we were literally moving one month to one, living one month, month to month in yeah. that house without any reassurance that the next month we would have it. Absolutely. And it was such a big house that you don't have a lot of time with foreclosure, like, like in a smaller house where they're right. like, oh, you have a few months or it's going to be a while before they're like, yeah, we need to evict you. It was like, no, at that price range at that house, they could kick us out in like one month. And it was like so scary, unbelievably scary. But we did everything we could and we moved out of the top of that house. My parents were living in the bottom of that house. We went to... Our house that was um, <laughs> the, the most rundown house we've ever lived the old in. old pioneer house. <laughs> so, With well, the intention of, hey, we can remodel this and make it incredible because we were doing some remodeling channels at the time. We were trying to make money out. doing fixing and flipping properties yeah. that fell on its face. And we justified living in a, a trash heap so that we could... Remodel it as we went, which did happen. A lot of people are successful with that model. Totally. And there's nothing wrong with that model. We would have had to put $100,000 into that house, and it was already a $300,000 home. So, anyways, it's crazy because prices in Utah are. We didn't even buy that house. My dad bought that house. Because we couldn't do it. Because we could not do it. He saved our bacon. My dad came and bought that house for us. Because we were in such to a bad live place. In. And uh, it, that made it possible for us to be able to list our other house, get it up on the market, get it staged. I'm so, having a little anxiety just talking about that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I can feel, okay, this is good. Because this is telling me that I am healing a little bit from the situation. Because I keep thinking, am I even feeling any better than I did during that time? Yes, I am, because it's like stressing anxiety, me out to think about it, and I haven't used, felt that much stress. That anxiety while. used to be a constant. All the time. I think we lived in that constant state of fear for the next month, and fear for our future, and this feeling of there's nothing better. Anxiety and stress was a constant for me for probably about two years. And then like, we... Like, seriously... Yeah. Serious anxiety. And I haven't, I, f- I honestly kind of blame, I want to place blame on it's, that. It's our own fault. For making it so that I couldn't lose weight. I think I held on to my weight and definitely found comfort in food during that time mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. this amount of stress that I, I felt like I could, no esca- I could not escape from. Oh. So we were living in this. Old, run-down, pioneer home. Yep. 
trying to so the kids were having allergy attacks in and downsize by the dust and so that we could live within our means because our income was so low yep. relying on my parents to pay both mortgages <sighs> they paid the mortgage on the mansion and the mortgage on the pioneer home with the promise that when the mansion sold assuming that we made any equity like assuming we made any money off of the deal mm -hmm. that I would then pay them back with interest so it wasn't like we were a burden yeah and so they trusted us and they saved the day big time honestly we would have been we would have lost that on. house guaranteed we would have had they would have so much. destroyed our credit we would have had no it like, did destroy our credit. Well, it did, but it could have been home so much worse. To have a foreclosure we, yeah, we or bankruptcy yeah. on the credit. Yeah, that's true. That's way worse that's than true. just coming down to the 600s. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, our credit went <laughs> from the 700s to the 600s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah. But, like, it would have destroyed our credit. We would have had a foreclosure. We probably would have went through bankruptcy. Yeah. All that equity that we had in the house would have been gone. Mm -hmm. So everything that we've done since then, we could not have done. We literally would have been no. starting from scratch financially. Which we did discuss that and what we would have done if that would have happened. Because honestly, month to month, we were like, this is probably going to happen. It was really hard to look at any positive during that time. It was hard to want to create, especially on YouTube. Oof, yeah. Because I was like, what difference will it make? It won't. Even when if our bills made, are yeah. this high, we're making this much on YouTube. I'm like, okay, so what if I make the most amazing video series? We're still this far oh below goodness. where we need to be. So it's like, I don't even want to try. We both felt that way for even, a really long time. Why even try? It's just a waste of time and effort because every penny that we make, every effort that we make, it's just going to go right out the window. Ooh, that's making me feel discouraged. That's where we were. Just hearing you talk like that is like, I just, like, I feel tired and I feel, <clears throat> um, like I just barely got away from that. Like, can't we just let it go? And it's like, I think there's a reason why we go through these things. And I think if I tell myself, no, I didn't really go through that, or I'm just going to forget about it and move on. I actually don't think that's doing me any good. I think in some ways it can, but in so many ways it hurts me because it doesn't help me realize the lesson that I've learned. And honestly, there was so, and not, not just realize the lesson I've learned, but maybe then be able to share it with other people that that are struggling themselves and feeling like there's no way out. It's like, actually, it will come to an end. It's a long winter, but it will come to an end. Yeah. It will change eventually. And I, even when we were going through it, I was like praying every single day, like, okay, it can end now. <laughs> like, I think, I think we've learned what we need to learn. And it was like, it just kept coming and coming. And honestly, huge breakthroughs kept coming. That's true. Huge breakthroughs kept coming over and over and over and over. And honestly, I don't true. think I would have learned not even a quarter of what I learned had we not go th gone through that. Yeah. And these are like life-altering 
in every single subject things that have happened to us because of that. Yeah. And that's what we want the season to be about. Yeah. That's actually a really good kind of like a segue, you know, or at least a teaser kind of to announce. Basically, we've learned so much over the last two years. I feel like a different person, and and that's sad in a way because I feel like... You didn't change uh, on camera. I didn't change on camera, and so you, I might contradict my older self. Yeah. I might. My younger self, I mean. But I, it is a different person. Like, I feel like a different person, and I, I think my actions reflect it, and I just can't be who I once was for so many reasons. And those are the reasons we're going to talk about. Those, those reasons are going to be our topics for conversation in this, in this season of the beach theory. I think I've got at least, beach theory. I know I've got at least a dozen topics that we wrote down. And these were not hard to One, come up with. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Fifteen. And honestly, that is just scratching the surface. Big topic. Because we have. That could each each of those are at least a full episode. Some of them are probably going to be multiple. Simultaneously, yeah. as we went. Oh, oh, sorry. We should just let you know what happened after. We did not have to go through bankruptcy. We did not have the house taken away. We did not have foreclosure or anything like that. But what what did end up happening was our family, Michael's family, was able to step in, and my family a little bit too, and help save the day so that we could keep the house for just long enough to sell it. And it was painfully long. It took us like... I think from the time we list, listed it. or Nine months or something. So we moved out in February. Yeah. So it was like from January. I think we sold it in what? Like November? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was almost a whole year. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Almost an entire year mm-hmm. from the time. Now, we didn't list it until like. May, I think. Yeah, well, because we kept... Because it took us so long doing, to just even get yeah, it ready. Yeah. And staged. You get a big house, you fill it up. <laughs> it took us forever to get that thing ready yeah. to actually sell it. Yeah. Because we had to repaint a lot of stuff. We repainted, and... we fixed a lot, we improved a couple things. The yard was destroyed. It was, it was beautiful when we got there. We didn't... We... It was so much upkeep. Yeah. There's... There's a lot of reasons I could say all that don't have to do with money that I'm really grateful we don't have that house anymore too, but mostly it's because of money. <laughs> we would have kept it if it wasn't for money. Um, but anyways, yeah, we were able to finally sell it, and then we got to thinking, and we were like, if we have to buy a house in Utah, we're going to run into the exact same problem because the, by the time that we had, from the time that we had bought that huge house to two years later, it was so much more expensive, all of the houses, all of them. If we had bought two houses right at the beginning in Utah when we were going to buy that big mansion, we probably would have been fine. But we were not fine because any amount of money that we might have made off of that house wasn't enough to buy what we needed in Utah. Yeah. And so we had to we had to leave Utah. 
If we wanted to be homeowners. If we wanted to be in a able house to that's be out actually of debt and a decent house. Yeah. And so we came to Missouri. And that started because Michael's family was moving out here because they also could not afford a house in Utah. In Utah's prices are just they're skyrocketing and have been for a long time. And so they were able to find a home here in Missouri and we volunteered to help come out and help them move, but also really look out, look and see how we felt about this area. And when we came out, it felt right and it felt good and almost impossible. It felt impossible. It, It felt impossible to live a life where we're not worried and where YouTube's not dictating our actions or are we're not feeling pushed or manipulated into following trends that don't actually align with our beliefs or what who we are and it felt impossible to not worry about a house payment or it felt impossible to not worry about all of these huge burdens that were literally our whole life for the past two years Ugh. but we were able to come out and it felt right and so we started looking for houses out here and my mom and dad have also moved out here now this week and have been in there for like three days and this whole idea you know when you start imagining a different life and things just fall into place so well it's like I can't help but believe that God had a hand in that and he also probably had a hand in steering us away from the other choices we might have made because there were a lot of choices we were like maybe we should do this maybe we should do this I don't know we were so like desperate to find a different to change anything and everything to be able to make improvements because our life was horrible it was really bad for a long time but also in the middle of all of that i would say it began right when we first got in that house before all of the financial instability we got the house and we went woohoo we did it now what (laughs) because we were both kind of feeling like we've made it like i mean we were just talking about this you know yeah. And we started to look into all of the areas in our life that are like really or were like really unstable or really not okay. Well, and I think we, we couldn't fix our financial situation, so we started fixing everything else in our lives. Trying to find peace and and more happiness because it was so... There's so much stress and anxiety because of money. So we can at least fix our parenting and our homeschooling and all of our other... Sexual things. ...issues that we were trying to navigate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think one at a time, Heavenly Father introduced, as we were praying, like, help us, this is a big problem. And we still have never humbling. been able to... We were humbling yeah. ourselves and saying, hey, look, we can't do this. We thought we were so big and bad, but we need help. We need help with this house. We need help with our lives. We, it forced us to... We were compelled to be humble so that we could be 
able to be teachable and to learn new things. And boy, did we. <laughs> Honestly, there I feel like there's been a wealth of knowledge. And the weirdest part, I even made a post on Instagram a really long time ago just talking about how there's so much that's happening, but it's not on camera, and it can't be. Yeah. And so it's like, it's really hard because we, we in all the ways the world could see us right now, even if we had the camera on our face, there's just so much unseen that is impossible to truly share. So do you guys want to know like what the topics are? I think so. We should Let's we just should just them. say what. So it'll be kind of like a. Tell us what you're excited for too in the comments below, so that we can ramp up. You know, I mean, sometimes I feel like I might be going through these things, and I might be the only person in the whole world that struggles with certain things. But it's not true. So is this our life update episode? I think so. Because we're covering basically all of that. <laughs> we totally are. It was meant to be. I figured that would be the first one we recorded was our life update. I think we couldn't help but not do yeah. it. It's like we had to. So we have a lot of cool topics and lessons that we've learned, and I've got them written down on my notepad here. Finances, lessons learned about debt, budgeting, not spending so much, the psychology of money. Oh, my goodness. Such a good book. Um, another topic is minimalist living, downsizing. Such a good way of living. Another topic is parenting, teaching the four skills, reparenting ourselves, the rule of three and consequences. Oh my goodness. Self, we could literally go on and on and on and on and on about Nicolene Peck's program that has changed our whole life. Our whole life. And our kids. I think that parenting program, it's like it has truly reparented us. We've been able to look at what we where we lack and it's given us so much more confidence in parenting our kids because we've reparent, like we've taught ourselves how to. I can't wait oh to share this with you guys. Yeah, me too. Me too. It doesn't matter if you guys are awesome parents or not. I I'm ninety nine percent sure there's going to be some benefit. Oh yeah. And if you're struggling with parenting, like we weren't doing, like I never would have looked at myself and thought I'm a terrible parent, but. Knowing what I know now, I'm like, oh, I needed that so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, but we I had prayed, to be we humble enough hard. to be able to receive it. That was that was the fight we had literally had for twelve years. Mm -hmm. Twelve years was how we were going to parent our kids, and he was always the bad cop, and I was always the good cop, and we were always fighting with each other and getting after each other and telling each other each other was wrong. Oh. Now we're united. And it's incredible. Yeah. And we're both humble enough to take a correction from each other. And it's like, okay, we can handle getting that correction because that's literally one of the skills that it teaches how to accept a correction. Yep. Like, it's so good. Another, Everybody needs it. Everybody. I don't care if you're a parent. I don't care if you're a kid. If you exist on this earth, you need to learn four, the four skills. That's true. Even kids, I think, would benefit. Even Even old people. <laughs> Maybe especially old people. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Um, Everybody. Validation, boundaries, perfectionist, how to be calm in any situation, oh. generational healing, grounding, oh. miracle morning, oh. 
plants, edible weeds. Oh, I love that too. Spiritual growth, have to, have to versus want to, agency, choice and accountability, testimony, people pleasing. Oh, uh, cre- I've always been a people pleaser, always. Creating what we want. And I probably online. brought it into literally the worst toxic point ever, which is <clears throat> the internet. <laughs> people, pl- people pleasing all the people of the internet. world. <laughs> and hurting badly because of it. So we've got a lot to say Losing about each of those topics. Oh. That's just the beginning. I'm, I'm that was the last one I missed it because I was people pleasing. Creating what so. we want online. Oh, yeah. Um, versus people pleasing the world. Oh. Uh, but I think that as we record these, more will come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, w- I think it'd be, I think it'd be really fun to respond to comments in our podcast. Maybe Let's do it. answer questions. Let's look on our podcast right now. See if anybody said anything. Okay, I, I think it'd be cool to get to the point in our development where people could be like. Hey, I'm having this problem with my mom or my brother. Let's talk about it. We can, like... Absolutely. That'd be cool. Like, isn't there some, like... We're not therapists no. <laughs> or, or anything, but... The crazy part is... This is beach theory. This these, is our theory. These are our... This but is what we have, we've learned. We have brought in knowledge from very knowledgeable people that I absolutely <laughs> trust with almost anything. And that's the best part is, like... Especially the parenting program, she literally has a a set of plans in place for every situation that you can think of on what to do. And it's incredible how it covers all of it, but it's just such simple, a simple way of doing it. Well, really, I feel like it's a kind of godly way of doing it, and that's why I'm, I... Well, it honors the agency of the children. (laughs) Well, because then they get to Mm self-govern. We don't... It's it's anti-bully parenting. A lot of parents use their position as being bigger and stronger to force their child into submission Mm -hmm. um, and obedience. But that's not healthy. And it's not creating actual lasting change. It's just creating another bully. It's just manipulating and forcing them into obedience that's not willingly being offered. And then they, you know, they go down the into the world and sometimes they blame their religion or they blame the people that were around them or they blame their parents for their bad choices. And it diverts their accountability. Yeah, we've got a lot to say. Oh, there's so much good stuff. My voice yeah. is saying, I'm dead. <laughs> well it's about time your voice lets me have a chance <laughs> we're in Missouri now and we're in a really good place and I'm really really happy because we're in a position now where it almost doesn't matter what happens to our income mm-hmm. which is the point that's why we came here because we've adopted that minimalist lifestyle where we have just what we need and only what we need. And I mean, we're definitely not minimalists. Oh, no. By definition. But for but having as many... Relative to where we were... And relatively, relative to how your parents did it and how my parents did it. It's very, it's very much more minimal. Like, we have just, amount, just what we need, no more. 
We even have more than what we need for sure, I think. But No, you're right. We do. We absolutely do. But it's not like extravagant mm -hmm. like it was in the mansion. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you a, know. It's like we are, we are living well within our means mm -hmm. now. And that's and giving us feeling. freedom to breathe and freedom to dream. And it was a hard decision. I didn't want to leave Utah. <sighs> I didn't want to leave everything that was familiar to me. You got really familiar with Utah. It was yeah. you're definitely your home. Oh, yeah. You might have only been there since you met me, but... No, I was there two oh, years before. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's right. I've been in Utah since 2006. But that's your home. Yeah. But 2006, that's like... That's a long time. It's almost 20 years. Mm, almost. It's 16 years. That's definitely your home and what's familiar to you. And so, even for you, it was like... It was, I think, kind of a hard situation, hard decision. Well, it wasn't an easy decision. No. It took months of deciding if we were going to do it or not because yeah. it was, like, scary. Yeah. And unfamiliar. And <clears throat> I never, ever, ever in my entire life planned on moving permanently outside of Utah. When we, when we left the mansion to go live in that old Pioneer house, mm -hmm. we were planning on staying there. Oh, absolutely. We were planning on living there for a long time, mm -hmm. at least a few years. Our mm -hmm. intention was we're going to sell the house, but we're going to stay in this one. Mm -hmm. Even after that house, we're going to stay here mm -hmm. and recover financially. Yep. And it wasn't until, um, I think it was August when we decided. Yep. Um, that we were going to leave Utah. And so yeah, we decided because August. We'd been in that house from February to August. Mm -hmm. The house sold in November, but it wasn't until August that we decided. Actually, we're not going to stay in this house. Mm -hmm. We're gonna we're gonna go to Missouri, where we can afford a home and actually be in a better financial situation than even if we had sold that house and we'd been living there in Nephi, in that old Pioneer house. We wouldn't have had anything extra to get something for your parents. No. Or to help them. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just, I, uh, I'm happy that we came here. And I'm excited. But it's like, opened up possibilities. It's opened up our creativity. I feel like I'm alive again. Mm -hmm. Me too. I feel like I can breathe and I feel like I can get excited about the future. I feel like I can get healthy suddenly because I'm not relying on food so much to support me. And I feel like emotionally the work that I'm doing right now will make a difference at the mm -hmm. end of like when I look at our yeah. month and how much money we're making and how much our expenses are I'm like, okay, if we have a good month, like that'll make a big difference. We'll be able to enjoy that. We'll be able to invest that. We'll be able to have possibilities with that. It's not just like, it's all sunk it's all into gone. the house. It's all gone. Yep. Say goodbye to that. Like, why even try? That was not a fun way to live. <sighs> and and I can breathe <sighs> again. And, and I don't have to worry about how we're going to pay for gas or where we're going to get money for food. And I feel like I can be more, I can be a better dad, more involved in the kids' life mm -hmm. and me too and yeah. like and it's it's actually really cool because you know we got into the mansion house thinking we had all these plans and it was going to be so incredible and all of our dreams would come true and then slowly they all died they all died <laughs> i mean we wouldn't even go swimming in that house because it was like 
I, f I felt like I couldn't enjoy it because it wasn't really mine and I knew it was going to be taken away soon. So why start relying on something that I knew I wouldn't be able why to have I fall soon? in love with this property? Why allow myself to enjoy it when it's just going to be gone? It was very, I mean, I definitely had some ideas that were not good for me. I mean, I could have taken better advantage of a lot of those things, but it's like mentally I just couldn't. And now we're here and everything is different. Almost our whole life is different. We went from the worst financial situation we'd ever been in, mm -hmm. in our entire lives, mm -hmm. to being in the best financial situation we've ever been in, in our entire mm -hmm. lives. And just from the beginning of the mansion house till now, we were at the very worst with our parenting we've ever been at to the very best we've ever been. And we went from the very worst financial situation to the very best financial situation. We went from the very worst sexual situation ever to the very best we have. Are we going to keep this show rated G? Maybe we'll just have to put a warning on those specific, you know, videos or whatever. I'm curious to know what you're planning on sharing. Where my boundary lies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went from having the worst boundaries ever <laughs> to the best boundaries ever. Like, it really had to come crashing down. Well, when you have no boundaries. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's but it had to come crashing, crashing to a halt. And it felt so hopeless and at one point I I would definitely say depressed and just feeling like I was in a pit that I couldn't dig my way out of and like there was no emotion in it anymore because why why yeah and it's like I think we're healing and I can tell we're healing because you were bringing up all the pain and I was like get me away from that oh I have been away from that okay I am away from that okay like I'm healing. This is good. <laughs> yeah. It's slow, gradual, so you don't see it. Yeah. Well, because it, it takes... Until you look back after a month or two, and then you're like, whoa, I'm in a better place. Progress is happening. Yeah. And we want to live a debt-free life and have the freedom to, you know, even make other incomes happen in our life. That was a big thing. We went from only relying on YouTube. Yeah. And being like, nope, this is all we're going to need for the rest of our life. Nothing else, nothing yeah. else, nothing else. To be, being now, that was one of the very big lessons, biggest <laughs> lessons we learned was we got to have, got, we got to just diversify a million times and have so many ways of making income that we will a never. Times. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> that's that's also that, a lesson that I learned. Oh, yeah, don't do it too much. Yeah. <laughs> don't diversify too much. <laughs> or else you're not going to be good at any of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't spread yourself too thin. Mm -hmm. But getting to a point where it's like, no, we're going to make sure that we have a backup plan. And then we have a backup plan to that backup plan. And once we get those established, then maybe we'll make another backup plan. But we don't need to... Try to do them all at once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely went too far the other way for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was rough too. Oh uh, my goodness. But another lesson learned. Yeah. Well, and it's all those things. You read in self-help books by millionaires. We basically... <laughs> Could write a self-help book from Absolutely. all the trial and error <laughs> lessons we've learned. Okay. Of all the books or Audible or whatever link we need to put in here yeah. so that they have access sure. to all of the different resources that we've been using that have literally changed our lives. We're different people, but it's all for the better. So we have 
Um, what were you going to say? If you want to be part of this conversation. So if you want to be part of this conversation and you want to be ahead of the game so that you can make comments that directly relate to what we're talking about and you completely understand what we're talking about because we you read the book that we're talking <laughs> about. Basically, it's a book club now. So... <laughs> Self-help book club. Self-help book club. <laughs> no longer beats there. This is like self-help. No, I'm going to be talking about... Fact. All, like, I have, I have so many of these things that I want to talk about with people who care. If you care, if it's something that you that interests you or a spot in your life that is a sore spot, then with parenting, I recommend, without a doubt, absolute best parenting book that has ever come into our life. I would even say best book besides the scriptures. <laughs> it has oh. changed everything. And it applies to all of the other things we've learned too in the different categories. Every parent ever has said, there's no booklet on how to be a parent. And so therefore I'm justified in being a crappy one. <laughs> right, they just say that to justify being a crappy parent. I really don't think they say it. That, exactly, but yes. I mean, how many times have you heard a parent say, there's oh, no they textbook? Didn't, they didn't send me home with a manual, so I guess I got to figure right. it out myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, guess what? There's a manual. <laughs> and it's so good. It is so, so it's good. It's called A House United Teaching Self-Government. Yes. By Nicolene Peck. Nicolene Peck. So we're going to put a link so, in the description below. Life changing. We the need world it. needs this book. It needs it so badly. And every family. Everything has changed for the better in our family. We are literally a different dynamic. Can't wait to share that. Multi probably multiple podcasts oh, dedicated yeah. oh, just yes. to that. Absolutely. And, then, and maybe we could even get Nicolene on here. Maybe. Oh, she's got her own podcast. I know, but own. I'm sure she might be open to doing this. A collaboration. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> that could be cool. Um, she's our friend, so and it's we're oh. not biased because she's our friend. We met her first at a parenting program um, thing, and it just changed everything for us. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, um, we read a book called Psychology of Money. The Psychology of Money. <laughs> The psychology of money. And I'm not sure about all the stocks stuff in there. I didn't resonate with that as much. But when it came to the idea behind the psychology of money in like the first full half of the book, so good. So good. And I needed to hear all of the things that it talked about. So that's a really good one. What's another book? I think one of the, one of the lines out of that book that I liked the best was, it takes one thought process to make money. But it takes a very different thought process to keep money. Yes. And so we were and are good at making money. Yeah. But we suck at, <laughs> at keeping money. And so it really opened my it's mind so to being like, okay, there's a different thought process here. And we have to change our and thought process. And we have to be able to kind of juggle be, both. If we never want to be in the situation that we were ever that we were in before, we have to change it. No. And it came at the perfect time. It was like this is heaven sent. We needed this. This yeah. is exactly the puzzle piece we were missing. So good. Yeah. So then the next one, which I have not embraced as much as I should, but it's definitely my struggle through life. As which much is, as you want to. You're right. As much as I want to. I shouldn't should have myself. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's called um, Miracle Morning. 
And I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of that. That's a really popular one for good reason. It's a guy who takes all of all of the different things that lots of successful people do in the morning and he combines them into six different things, I think. Into like an hour-long morning routine. <coughs> that does all of them instead of little pieces of all of them. Or little bits of all of the different ones. But it makes it an incredible start to your morning. And when I did do it, I was very happy. And I still want to do it. We stopped because we got COVID. Then we just never got back into the habit. <laughs> and now I'm sick again. <laughs> okay, and then what's another one? Let's see. Let's go to the list. Um, parenting, validation, okay. boundaries, perfectionist. Oh, boundaries. Okay. Therapy in a nutshell on YouTube. So this is a different, I don't care if we're making money off of these things. I don't care if, if we don't even put links in this. All I know is that this is where I have found help. And if I need this help, chances are other people do too. Definitely. So therapy in a nutshell on, on YouTube, she's incredible. And she's just so calm in teaching the ways that, people need to make sense of their thoughts and and to heal from things that they've been through so therapy in a nutshell and also the holistic psychologist psychiatrist psychologist psychologist anyways on instagram is another one that is something that i would follow and and listen to the things that she says they're just little little snippets here and there of things that are um you know, like different types of trauma responses or things, but they're all things that I didn't know how to name and I couldn't heal from it because I couldn't... You didn't realize you were doing I it. I didn't even realize I was doing it. And so once I was able to put a name on it, then I could address it and look up and learn everything I needed to learn about that specific thing. And other people are healing from it. And then I can he- learn from them. So, um, and then... Grounding. What's the movie? The Grounding. Oh, the Grounding documentary is the Earthing movie. I think it's what it's called, the yes. Earthing movie. So another documentary, well, this is the first documentary, is the Earthing movie on Miracle YouTube. Miracle Morning has a documentary, too. Oh, really yeah, the good. Miracle Morning does have a documentary. That's a good one. And another documentary is um, Minimalist, The Minimalist. Yeah. And we watched that one. That there's a couple of minimalist documents. Yeah, there's there's a bunch. And it is a very enlightening to realize just how much of our life is manipulated by commercials and by pressure marketing. to marketing to, buy, to buy things that we actually really don't need and that it's like it's actually hurting us. Like they sell happiness. They're, they market it as like, this is going to make your life better if you have this thing. Uh-huh. But then when you fill your house up with stuff, it actually weighs you down yeah. and does not bring you happiness. And honestly, I have been in this mindset of like minimal, more minimalistic living for a while now. Because um, I, I, when I was growing up, I felt overwhelmed by so much stuff around me. And I felt like I had no control over it because it wasn't my house. It was my parents' house. And we had a lot of kids and it was, it was, you know, it was not minimalistic living, but you know, Michael for a while has been going against my minimalistic lifestyle, (laughs) not necessarily, but just like not, not 
super embracing it. But once you watch that documentary, you were like, oh, I get I get what you're trying to do. And it, it made so much more sense. And I didn't seem like just this crazy lady who's just trying to get rid of all of this stuff that we just bought. <laughs> Seriously, it's become a problem. She's like, I need this thing. And then she buys it. And two months later, <coughs> I can't have this thing in the house anymore. I'm like, you just bought it. Tell me one thing. <laughs> you know I could. And then you'd be like, a different thing. You're probably right. <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> but I think it's a matter of finding a balance. And, you know, I think you can go too far one way, too. <laughs> you can go too far both ways. <laughs> and then we've been to the show alone. And so Becca's all... Oh! Oh, all my favorite show. The, I want to talk about the show the alone plants, with you guys. All the herbs and weeds in the yard are it's now my edible. It's show. It's, oh. Go eat a plantain salad right now. Just kidding. <laughs> People pleasing. We talked about that. Oh, yeah. That's a whole topic in and of itself, though. Creating what we want to create online. Being authentic. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, we have a whole list of things that are good resources that you guys can, if you wanted to go, those are the things that we're going to be talking about in this season and the stuff that's helped us a ton. And Those are just a few of the things oh, we're probably going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk more. about a lot. But but if you wanted a head start in what we're going to be talking about, if you want to, like... That's what's coming up. Yeah, if you wanted to, like, really dive deep into all our minds, if you're a super fan... <laughs> Or if you just care about improving your own self. Oh, yeah. Oh, and if yeah. you want to get a head start in what... Oh, Tony Robbins? Oh, my goodness. I didn't even talk about Tony Robbins. Yeah. That's another whole another topic. Oh, well, you, you got some good stuff you want to say? I love Tony Robbins. He's good. He swears a lot. But oh, that's I think I can, at my age, recognize that just because he swears doesn't mean I'm going to. <laughs> if I, I'm not just going to be like... Well, Even now though you I do, have to swear. Oh, you do swear nowadays. I have started swearing recently. That's an announcement. I'm different now. <laughs> I'm... Not really. You don't judge me. Stop. Ju- no, stop judging. No. Okay. Calm down. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> You think you're explain so explain my swears. <laughs> she only does it when it's with a funny accent. <laughs> Anytime she hears somebody swear, and also not really bad ones. Anytime she hears somebody swear in a funny way, she has to copy it. I haven't said the effort, but that's because nobody said it in a funny way yet. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not uh, gonna say that. This is why we don't let you watch bad shows. <laughs> You're so impressionable. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've decided intentionally to swear. Not because people are telling me not to or to. All I'm right. finding who I am. <laughs> well, I like who you are. Swears and all. <laughs> you guys want me to swear right now? No. You want me to? No. Yeah, you do. I don't. Yeah. I'll say it. They can bleep it out. No. Yeah? <laughs> okay, I won't. Be respectful. 
This is what I can't show you on camera. Let's just say that I say swears to Michael when I think it's funny and you guys aren't allowed to hear it because then we would be and and bleeped. Yep. And we wouldn't be able to make money. Too bad. I guess I get to swear online now. I could, I could bleep you and make it sound like you're saying way worse things than you actually are. I, that was kind of what I was hoping for. <laughs> oh, this is going to be bad. It's going to be funny. Okay. <laughs> I do feel are we like... Done yet? Okay. You know what? Hold on. I feel like See, we're you're getting to that late couple. drunk mode where, right. where it's like 1.30 in the true. morning and you're getting a little bit drunk. That's true. I feel like we're an old married couple at this point with how much we've been through, though. Good. We're basically like 90 We've inside. been married for 70 years. Yep. And I still love you. That's why I've got all this gray hair. <laughs> He's grown in a gray beard. <laughs> I'm going to call you gray beard from now on. Oh. Okay. Call me Michael the Gray. Okay. Michael the Gray. And then as I get older and wiser, then you have to call me Michael the White. Oh. That's upgrade. Like Gandalf the Gray. Gandalf the White. Yeah. Okay. And then Michael the Dead. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to. Becca. The Dead. Because we'll die at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Becca the... Gollum. Uh, insults. <laughs> now I'm going to swear. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, the. <laughs> All right. You're having way too much fun. Now that you know what's in store for this next season three, it's going to be good. Really good and and as we find other books and other sources of good info we'll probably talk about those too because guaranteed we're finding things that are like important right now in our life and um i just feel like it's coming from i used to feel like there was only good that would come from the scriptures and nothing else in in my religion and you used to think that all goodness came from the scriptures is what you're saying. That's what I meant. What you said is what I meant. But yes, and... And that no goodness would come from any other source but the scriptures. I'm very, very afraid to listen to anything else because I'm af I was afraid that there might be tainted sources of information with ulterior motives. What's sad is that you never really studied the scriptures anyway. I so, felt forced. So even though you acknowledged and believed that the scriptures were the only source of all truth, you weren't even going to them for truth. I think I felt like a lack of choice because there was only one thing to read. <laughs> and you didn't even read that. But I did. Not like really. But I did. Okay. But just not consistently. You know, and I think now I'm like, no, I, I believe that Heavenly Father sends people from different places as a help. Yeah. He has angels and he has people that 
if there's information that he really wants to get to us and we are really asking for his help, he'll find a way to help us to receive that information and get that information. And sometimes it's not in the way we think. And maybe we're judging too harshly the way that it's coming. Um, as long as we're asking, you know, his help to make sure that we're also deciphering, like, I'm not going to go and be like, Tony Robbins, everything he says now is scripture, <laughs> you know, but I will say there are definite nuggets of things that I, Wisdom. I absolutely need in my life that yeah. I couldn't get from somewhere else that I haven't gotten from other places. And it's like making all the difference for me. So anyways, Michael's falling asleep over yeah. here. Time to go to bed. Thanks for joining us. Late night talk in the bed. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for watching Beach Theory. <laughs> I think he's sleepwalking now. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.